0: Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael, my brother Adam, we're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Say so, hey guys! Hey guys, welcome to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Yes. So that I don't forget to say it, the site is live. That's right. Active. m3artist.com.com or SharpBrothers.com or, or Mentoring for the Modern Musician dot com or mentoringforthemodermusician dot co dot co, so that's cool. That's They're very alien, exciting. Yeah. Project long in the waiting. <laughs> so, so today's show, we're not talking about live shows, Li- like 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 this show, like not, live, not like not like live from here, but like for for our as opposed to like zombie shows, <laughs> zombies. You know, <laughs> no. you're just sort of shuffling out there. As opposed opposed to, you know, pre-recorded things, as opposed to online shows. Yes. Okay, so live shows, so so you are there. People are coming to see you. You're at a venue of some kind. Venue. Excellent word. Venue is a place where you would play a show. (laughs) It could be a club, a proper club. club. It could be a concert hall. It could be TD Garden in Boston. It could be someone's living room. Absolutely. The venue is just what is housing your show. Right. So in that way, actually virtual shows, the venue is the web, the web, the Internet's <laughs> The Internet's what they used to call the worldwide web. World wide web right. w-, w. Cracks w- me up. That so, me up. yeah. So one of the things that that I wanted to for us to talk about a little bit and, and we've touched on this in some of the videos on our site, but I want to go a little bit more in depth. Okay. Is the approach that you want to have as a performer, right, right, right? So the, the most the most successful performances, I, I think our experience has been, mm-hmm. from personal experience, yep. from going to shows, yep. from people that we've you know mentored before, yep. is if you have the approach that. It's not about you. It's not about <laughs> you. Right? No, exactly. Right? Where it's not, and that's a great point. It's so easy to forget. Uh, like I could go back uh, and talk to. I certainly talk to my younger oh self. Oh my god! I wish somebody would have. Right? Yeah. Hey, hey, dude. Look, it's cool. You do your little guitar thing there. <laughs> but like, who cares, man? <laughs> and that, it, that sort of goes along when we say that a lot too, right? In a loving way, right? Absolutely. Is, yeah, that's cool. Besides your mom. Right. Who cares? Who cares? Right. And look, again, there are exceptions that prove the rule to every single thing that we right. ever so talk you about. Can, right? You can... So, out singing with her back to the audience. Right. Right. But you know what? In a weird way, that really is about the audience. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't want... You're not going to be focused on me. Focus on the song. Focus on the song. Man. Yeah. Because she's a songwriter. I mean... And, but, and but here's the thing. I don't... Who got talked into... Having a a career and as an artist. And and she's like, Well, but I'm not gonna perform. And they were like, Well, you have to. Alright, but I'm gonna stand behind a curtain. Alright, fine, I'll put curtains in front of my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So what was funny is so what? Now you've made the audience part of the joke. Right. Part of their inside this is the thing, is like help your audience feel like an insider. Right. You know how uncomfortable it feels to be an outsider. You know how uncomfortable it feels to walk into the class in junior high where everybody's oh laughing, God. and go, "What are, are you guys all laughing at?" You and they all stop and just look at you and snicker. Oh. That happened. That happened to everybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe only everybody in this room wasn't that <laughs> <a good day. laughs> Both of us, <laughs> exactly. But, but I don't know. Might have happened to Megan. Might <laughs> will we'll See, right, right. We'll see. Exactly. But, but Megan's our producer, by the yes. way. Yes, hi, Megan. She's waving. Um, <laughs> But but that that experience of feeling like you're a dork and you're on the right. outside and you right. you're not I'm not cool I'm not cool, I'm, enough. Not cool enough. I'm not cool enough Don't make your it audience be in your band Don't right Don't don't yeah. make your audience feel that way Right or do I guess you know that's that's where we always go or do maybe that's your thing Maybe your audience wants to right. feel Maybe your audience wants you to be a you know a dick Maybe, right. maybe they L- look There's clubs you know, where people just to abuse people. you. To be abused. To be abused. So I, right. I'm not going to judge that. Whatever. Exactly. But no. we're not talking about that specific no. niche. No, 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 no. Right. That's a niche market thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, What I, I think what we're talking about is, um, and we can make this really personal. I mean, you can personalize it for, I know I can personalize this for anybody who's listening. Okay. Literally anybody All right, who's listening. right, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm I got this. You ready? He better make it personal for you Oh, no. no. Oh, I got this. All right. This is how I make it personal okay. for every single person that's listening to this. That's a big claim. From now until forever. Okay, that's a big claim. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Here it is. Every single one of us has watched a show, live or recorded, movie, TV show, anything, any media that you can think of. Okay. Reading a book, magazine. Okay. Listening to a podcast. Yeah. Any of it. Okay. If you liked it, mm-hmm. it's because you wanted to whatever it was from that character to be a part of who you are. You want, so you, true. so you, you want to make people feel the way the character made you feel, or you want, say so you're watching it, so you go to see, so we went and saw Matthew Cause, right, at this right. little tiny from, venue. From Not A Surf. Right, from Not A Surf. Who was awesome, Who's also on the podcast episode 13, just saying. <laughs> it is funny that his episode's 13. It's awesome. But, I would imagine, I can't imagine that I'm wrong here. I, I could be wrong. You could be. That's all right. I'm, I'm wrong all the time. I think I see where you're going, and I don't think you're wrong for me. So go ahead. I could be time. wrong. I am be wrong on the side. I've been yeah. wrong. It's be the first time I've been wrong today. Okay. So <laughs> I don't think there was anybody in that room who at one point or another didn't go, man, I really wish I was up there doing that. Right. Right. No, like, you're right. Making people feel the way this is making me feel. Right. So I got you. So it doesn't right? have to be... I wish I was him. No, but that you, although I think most of the people in that room, <laughs> I'll just speak for the wish guys. They were that cool. Most of the guys were like, I who says I they're that cool. <laughs> That's so cool. But even the coolest of cool, when there is something that they see that they connect with. And look, you don't even have to be a musician. Like if you're, if you're, right, you're, right. you're not a musician, you're not, you don't even, I don't, there are people like this. I don't know any of them, but I've heard tell that there are people who don't like music. Yeah. Right? Even if that's not your thing, there is something in your life that's like that. Right. Whether it's a sports figure or a businessman or a right. businesswoman or, right? I mean, there's tons of people who wish they were Gary V. Right. Right, right exactly. Right? If you guys don't know who Gary Vee is, he's a phenomenal motivational speaker, entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. And just yeah. extraordinaire. Yeah. But, so what I'm saying is, is that... The thing to keep in mind from your live performance is that there is going to be people out there who, if you do it right are going to want to be like you or or you or doing something like what you're doing well yeah and, and really what's funny really what you're describing as I'm listening is you're describing what it what like what the definition of a fan is right right exactly. that a fan is somebody who you've touched in a way that makes them Want to incorporate what it is that you do into their everyday life, right? Whether that's listen to your music or play your songs on their guitar, or right, go to your shows when you're in town, right. Or wear your t-shirts or drink talk about out you. of your coffee mug or right. talk about you. I like I like that you brought up merch. Let's get to merch in a sec, though. Okay. I don't want to just finish. The, um, so, and that happens. I, it, I think it's been our experience that that happens more readily if. The performer isn't up there with a wall between them and the audience yeah that's fair Emo- it, it doesn't I, emotional is the wrong word but where you're not aloof right right i mean there are certain performers where aloofness is their thing and right and, and Yeah. people dig that and that's cool that's fine right you know, exactly wrong with that if that's your thing then yep. embrace that that's because yep. authenticity above all else right right exactly authenticity authenticity, authenticity right? always wins uh, always wins and that's an important point. If your authentic self is somebody who's really, you know, sort of outgoing and friendly, and then don't get on stage and be aloof. Right, right, right. right? Exactly. And if you're aloof, don't get on stage and try to be all connective. Right. Then just be cool. Right. But still be, uh, st- you can still be appreciative of the audience that's right. there listening to you. Right. Right? True. right. True. True. Right. Yep. So that whole turn it around. Because again, the thing that 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 you've rightly said so many times that I that I completely agree with is, the more you make it about the audience, the more it ends up being about you. Right, right. Because if the audience is having a good time, they're going to be into whatever it is you're putting out. Right. Which means they'll be into your songs or your cool guitar solo or your cool. Right. You know. Your cool. Your cool keyboard solo. You yeah, are cool like, enough. I just saw um, Imagine Dragons at the Garden. Uh-huh. And, the I the most amazing. I mean, it's a great show anyway. But mm-hmm. most amazing thing was, there were two separate times in the show, where the lead guitar player was out on the end of the stage with a spotlight, playing a guitar solo, that was way too long, and wow the entire audience was into like it. it was 1977. Like it was nineteen seventy seven. Like it was nineteen seventy seven. Me included. I'm like, is he gonna keep going? Oh my gosh, he's gonna give me the one yes. And <laughs> but I wasn't the only one who was into it. Everybody was into it, right? It's like we're like, you should have cut that like half as long. I'm so glad you kept going. Right. Just right. like you know, like a Peter Frampton solo where you go, bannel, bran a little bannel, Okay, he's a <laughs> and it doesn't matter because it's a live show. Right. And what was cool was Yes, that was sort of a big rock star moment. That's, I mean, literally lasers, a spotlight, was ten thousand people screaming. But what he was doing was bringing us all into check out this riff, man, like we were hanging out at his house, and he's like, check out this thing I just did, and it worked brilliantly. So yes, it was, but he was the one playing a solo. He was in the middle of the ultimate self-centered thing that you can do as a musician. Right. Which is solo, right? <laughs> right. It's in the definition. It's solo. So it's low. all about me. <laughs> but 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 solo. But, <laughs> but by him, the way he was able to do it, he brought us all along with him. Right. Right. Yeah. So yes, it was about him, but he made it about us, which meant it was all about him. Right. And which, all is, of which is that creative that that sort of performance circle. That, yeah, it's it's a creative yeah. feedback loop yeah, where right, you just right, keep right exactly, and it's better and better and more 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 more. And that's why we leave concerts like that. I'll bet you if we just had a solo bad recording of that so- of that solo, and we listen back to it, he's a really good guitar player, but right? We yeah, go... Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's right, cool. right, right, right. Nobody. Well, some people would still be into it, but most certainly most of the musicians there wouldn't have been going, oh my God, and screaming. Right. But it felt so great because we all were there. We're on the same page. We're doing the same thing. We're feeling the same emotion. Mm -hmm. It's really loud. Mm -hmm. The lights are off. There's lasers going. He's at the end of the stage. Yeah. Right. Right. That it becomes better than it was. And that's something that's really important about live playing is that. I was going to, I was just going to hop on that too, to talk about the difference between a recording and a live In a live version of a song And that's Well that's one of the reasons Why when you're recording There's so many things You have to do Well you don't have to But so many things That you can do To make it a better More live feeling experience Right Because when you see yeah. it live You know You're feeling it You're, you're there you know, Well and there's background noise There's back- fan, There's You know There's there's You know People screaming There's you know, People might have had a few drinks They're right. feeling loose they're They getting, might maybe Have had a few drinks Few drinks of many, <laughs> and and all of that goes into what they perceive when they see and right. hear. Right. And there's a visual. Sure, I mean that's which yeah, the visual is you can't take that huge, away. Huge, absolutely. Right? <laughs> um, so when then you're in your studio, you just got that <laughs> right? brantle That's not enough. So part of what you do is you go, hey, instead of you know, eight times through there, let's, well, let's just go twice. Let's just go twice. Just twice. Right. That's cool. And just the We're only do that three times. But I love it eight times. Well. You can do it that way live. That's what exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, so, exactly. So that that part of that, that and in the studio, we'll, we'll talk about that when we do a podcast yeah, about recording and producing, yeah, yeah. but but live, right. You there's a lot of sort of leeway and there's from some forgiveness for, that's why you really don't want to be afraid to make a mistake. Certainly practice and do your best and give your best performance, right. but you don't want to be going, I hope I don't mess this up. Right. Yeah. And just little things like, you know, so you're talking about it from a guitar standpoint and stadium, right? But, but that can translate down to a club too, right? And that can translate down to, and the, and then as a singer, there are other things that you can do depending on how big the venue is, you know, like one of my favorite things that, that singers will, will do is I'm trying to think the first time I saw somebody do it. I don't remember if it was Ellis Paul or or Martin Sexton did it at a, a small club that I think I think you and I had opened for them where they stepped outside of the microphone I think it was Alice Paul and just started yeah, singing for yeah, the audience yeah. that was you know a couple hundred people there and, yes. and it's something so powerful that absolutely that when you do that the audience gets quiet yes they get really quiet right right because oh my god he's doing that without a microphone Okay, it's so right. that's so funny. That's a great... Right, so bring it down to the right. club, I want to go back to the guitar example for yeah. a second. So the stadium version of that is yeah. cartoonish. Yes. Right? It's lasers and a right. spotlight and right. the, just, the crowd yeah. goes well. No, exactly. <laughs> it, it literally is what we all joke about, right? Adam Adam, we love Right. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing picks out. Absolutely. And, um, the club version of that, you might be able to do the solo as long. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it the same way. Right. Maybe that's where you like do the riff and then you stop. And as you stop, you walk away from the edge of the stage and look back at the audience and they're like, oh, what's he going to do next? So there's maybe some silence and some space where you really make some eye contact with people. exactly. When there's that many people and there's 10,000 people, you can't. I mean, yes, you'll make eye contact with the the people in front, but that's not where the power comes from. Right. And you can't play to them. No, you got to play to the back of the house. You got to play to the back of the house. You got to play to the nosebleed seats where I was. Absolutely. Well, and that's true for whatever size club. True, planet, right? Whether True. it's a club or a coffee house or a you know, uh, you know, if you are doing karaoke, right? Right? It it's still you you. It's important when that expression play to the back of the house. What that means is you should be entertaining that person in the last row, right? Or in the doorway, right? That's in the last, that's so at that the end, of the, right? Everybody within earshot feels like they're part of the show. Right. Which goes back to the thing you started with, which is make them feel like they are part of the show. Make them feel cool. Exactly. It's not about you. So that if you start that way, it can be about you. If you ever want it to be about you, that's the way to make it about you. Yeah. I mean, that's the rewarding way to make it about you. It's The difference between what you will get back when you use that approach. Right, right. As opposed to... Getting up there and, right. you know, being a diva Good and point. just well, making it about yourself. So, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not 1967. Right. Right. You can't, it's, you're not Eric Clapton, you know, whose manager is, you know, going to get you gigs and you don't have to talk <laughs> to anybody and you just show up with your guitar and right. whatever and everybody's, you know. Right. It, it, it's, yeah. That image... I, mean, I don't even know if it was ever like that. I wasn't there. Maybe it wasn't right. like that. Maybe Eric always made it about everybody else, and that's why everybody loved him. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. But I can tell you right now, it's not like that now. Right. And sometimes you can get away with the songs doing it for you, and that—that—that right. that, that is true, and that—that's. But uh, but overall, it's been our experience that that is one of the very best ways to connect. Yes. Is to remember, and again, don't you don't have to be anything other than what you are. Exactly. Authenticity. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Just remember. That the audience is there supporting you, and they want to be your fan. Yeah, right. They want you to succeed. Right. I mean, there. Yes, there may it may be like junior high, where there might right. be some people. We oh, had. It'll, oh, it'll absolutely. We've had people at shows like junior high who definitely didn't want us to succeed. <laughs> absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. In the back room, making and it, to me, you know, it depends on the kind of gig. If it's if it's a cover gig, here's the thing: if it's a cover gig at a bar. Don't even do a solo, man. Like, just shut up. Don't even talk no. to the audience. No, no, no. Don't say that. Cause do a solo. Cause that that right. That's true. Most that's of true. the time, that completely reels people in. Right, right. But don't expect it. Don't expect it to be about you. If you're doing a solo at a at a right. at a, a, a solo cover gig, m- make it because you know that the people that walked in will think it's cool that you're doing it. Right. And you're including them. Right. Right. And again, there's all kinds of different gigs. So there's yes. all kinds right. of different ways to be. There's you know, I. I love the, you know, the story of the of the guy playing the club, who doesn't say anything ever. <laughs> yeah, but just who plays those cover songs that everybody loves. Play those, and then just pe- go from one to another. And people are like, "Who is this person? Who is this?" You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but right, because right? in some gigs, it, that's how you make it about them. That's appropriate, right? That's appropriate. Some gigs, where there's a cover charge. Yeah. Right? Well, you want to, you know, let them in a yes. little bit. Tell them about who you are. Maybe introduce some of the songs. Talk about them. And Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and yeah, I just want to circle back to you. You mentioned earlier, you know, that they'll be, you know, sipping coffee from the, from your coffee mug and from your... Right. right. Merch. Right. Merch. Merch. We interrupt this podcast to talk a little bit about merch. Well, because we're talking about a live show. This podcast is brought to you by your merch. Merch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that... Because there's less money to be made in the industry right now through record sales, mm-hmm. right, and through even things like licensing and all, right, and, and and arguably sometimes even depending on the kind of gig, um, when you're on your way up for sure, absolutely um, from gigs. I mean, yeah, that one of the ways that you can make some extra judging. and make it more more right. uh, financially more. viable to yeah. continue doing it is to have merch. Yeah. Right. And so what kind of What kind of merch should should one have? Well, what kind of merch would you like to buy? Are you somebody who would buy a t shirt? I, I like coffee mugs. Well, coffee mugs. Well then okay, so there that's perfect. So apparently we should get M3 artist coffee mugs because we okay. <laughs> probably should. Right. The, yeah. that's the, the that's exactly the kind of merch that you should have. So if you're somebody who, you know, you you love keychain lanyards. Right. right, you should have lanyards. Right, with your logo your on them. Logo, your band name. Please your name. tell me you have a logo. You have a logo, right? You have a logo, right? You have a logo, right? Don't you? And if, if you and do, you, you think it's cool. You love it. Every time you look at that logo, you're like, "This is the best logo ever. I love <laughs> this logo." <laughs> if you don't get one, right? Exactly. You should have a logo. Yeah. Right. Even if it's just a cool way of. Uh, you know, even just your name in a really cool font. Right. 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 It, it, yeah. Again, that's a great point. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be outsourced. No. Right. To the firm that charges, you know, we usually get like five, five, usually five or $6,000 for a, a, just your basic logo package. <laughs> and then you'll have, but we'll have like three different versions of that logo that you could use that you could take to print. Right. For exactly. like $6,000? Yes. That's only, to, you may, might be able to do 5000 That's all it is. It's all, that's, I mean, it's not Barrier Bunch at all. Well, I mean, that's excellent. I mean, look, is it, it's your career. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell you. I was, I was just going to print up uh, just, 100 cassettes. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I just wanted to, for those of you who don't know what cassettes are, they're an old school tape. <laughs> you can look in the historical books about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, although cassettes are a great, can be a great merch. Yeah. Right. So, uh, so this is this is a great. This is actually. I'm really glad you said that because it reminded me. I don't remember where I was reading it. I don't remember. I, I could have been listening to someone else's amazing podcast about it. But the idea of CDs as merch. Right. Oh, right. Right. That CDs aren't necessarily your record. Right. I mean, it's they not have, how people are going to consume. It's not how music. people are going to Most people are going to consume the music streaming. They're going gonna, they're going to they're going to do it streaming. I mean, you can't see it, but I'm holding up the device <laughs> that most people will be consuming most of their music with. Exactly. And I bet you can't guess what it is. That's right, it's a phone. Exactly. That that's, that's where everything is. That's where people that's where people consume their music for the most part. Your website. Your right. website, if you have a website, is mobile friendly, right? Right. Oh, it feels tell like an app, friendly. right? Please tell me that because most people aren't looking at your website or looking at your Facebook page, or looking at your anything... On a desktop. They're looking at it from their phone. Right. And if they're looking at it from their phone... Maybe their to. iPad. Right. Or their tablet. Right. But again, it, it has mm-hmm. to be... That's got to be mobile-friendly, then. has to be mobile-friendly, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, and this idea that, uh, you know, that CDs are now merch, right? I mean... Well, they always were... You always figured in... Totally. How much do we do in merch? Right. And the CD sales are part of that. But now that... When, so yes, you're right. Right. That it, the difference, though, is that most of the time they're probably not even going to listen to them. <laughs> no, they they might. Right. They might use them as a coaster. Well, they probably let's hope they don't use them as a coaster. Why not? It doesn't matter because if they're if they bought your your CD, no, because no. you want them to. It, you want it to be a memento of maybe, the night. Maybe like you've signed it. But that's the case. Maybe they keep the case as the memento and then they take all of the CDs and just <laughs> use them as coasters from their favorite bands and they can switch them out. But here's the thing: as long as they're listening to your music, Wow, the old school guy I me mean, really that hurts. Hey. You know what, old school guy? <laughs> don't say you, no, exactly. say you kids get off my mind. I'm not going to say you kids get off my mind. If that's what people back are in doing, my day, I have done that with CDs I like. Okay, I don't uh, want to know. I didn't want to know that. I need a coaster. Well, I haven't listened to the CD in like 10 <laughs> I, years. I really didn't want to know that. Okay. Because I still buy music. Right. Right. I subscribe to streaming services and I buy CDs when I'm when I at people's shows. Right. Because I want to support the artist, but I don't have a CD player. In our studio, Michael, we don't. Right. When we send people home with mixes, we email it right. to them. You know, that's a really good point. I just wanted. Right. We do. That's exactly what we do. And I, but I need to. I'm going to make this point before I forget it. Okay. I know this is sort of apropos, almost feels apropos of nothing. I'm However, super excited. I might. I might agree. I might disagree. I don't know. Go okay. Ahead. So one of the things that I that I wanted to that I wanted to mention, and I didn't know I wanted to mention. Okay. But I've been looking for the opportunity to talk Here we about go. this. just going to talk about this? If someone puts you on the guest list at a show. Yes. Buy something from their merch table. Oh, well put, well said, sir. Right, because they've gone through the, they've gone, you know, they've decided to eat it on your price of admission because they really want you there. Right. I super, super agree with that. Right. So the least you can do, yeah, is go take get go buy something from their merch table. Yes, right. Support that artist. Absolutely. You know? I love that. Do that. And let's let's stay on the merch table thing for a minute. So yeah. merch for anybody who doesn't understand, most people wouldn't understand, but if anybody who doesn't, your merch table is where you sell your CDs and your t-shirts and your coffee mugs and your keychain lanyards and your uh life size posters of yourself and your um swimsuits and your uh I've seen people sell thongs. I've seen people sell. There's all kinds of. Cra- hey, it doesn't know your audience. I mean, so, what do they? What do they want, man? I, right. Exactly. I, mean, uh, I might buy someone's thong. I mean, you know, I didn't want to know. That. I won't. I, I just please don't. I had to say it. Though. Not while I'm at the show. I had to say it. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm not gonna wear it home. I'm, I'm ahead, out of here. <laughs> probably. But but I mean, that, so that is, you know, and that's people buy that because they love what you do musically and, and they right. love who you are and they want to be part of it. And they want to remember. So you want to continually rotate what you have. So if people come see you again and again and again, there's new stuff. Yeah. Part of that will be your catalog of CDs, whether they're full length CDs or right, your or, coasters, your co <laughs> or, or compilations or whatever they are. And then <gasps> compilations, compil- we'll get to that. In oh order. yeah. That's a great. Um, and then, um, sometimes when you start out, so like, let's say you're an opening act and you get a 25 minute set, right? There's th- four bands on the bill and you go, you do a little 25 minute set. Hope there's a few people in the club. Then you go stand at, Lonely at the merch table, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for people to come. That's gone. Oh, you're looking at that other band's merch. <laughs> Hi, that they're good band too, right? Okay. Which does? I mean, that does happen. That ha- that that's part of the deal. But, right. But B, but look, if you're an artist, A, at that level, B at the merch table. Yes. B, at almost any level. And, well, right. We'll get to that too. Yeah. B, be approachable. Yes. Don't be like at the merch table looking annoyed looking with your, at your sunglasses phone. on, looking at your phone, go, cool. so you know what I mean? Right. Unle- again, unless. again, unless that's your thing, <laughs> unless that's your I mean, thing. And that's what your audience wants. I mean, that's what exactly it depends. I mean, if that's your, if that's your aesthetic, cause I'm the, the meat one I thought of, who'd you think of a modern day? Liam Gallagher. Absolutely. That's exactly right? what I thought. I'm not standing at the merge table. <laughs> sod off. I don't even know what that means. All right, fine. I'll stand there, but I'm not going to talk to anybody. <laughs> Wear my sunglasses and smoke. Um, you, you can't smoke in the club? I can smoke anyway. That's bollocks. <laughs> I'll smoke whoever I want. <laughs> you can't tell me. Let him throw me. me out. Let him throw me out. The idea of Liam doing a tour where he's doing a 25-minute opening set <laughs> on like a five-band night. Where he has to stand at the merch table. Right? God, I would pay big money for that. That's, that'd be a good movie. That'd be a great move for him to do. Oh. Just because. Well, I don't know if he'd like it. Because remember we saw that video of him well, that's making tea. Saying. He would hate it. He he doesn't even want like he, he doesn't to make even his own want to make his now. own tea anymore. No, you're right. That's true. No, but That's so true. if yeah. if you're at if you're doing that, part of what you're doing is you're trying to create a relationship with fans. Right. So at this point, you don't have your own fans because you're opening, obviously. Exactly. So you're trying to like siphon some co-fans with the other right. people you're with, which right. is totally cool, totally kosher. You can do this. This is good. This is how you work your way up. Mm-hmm. Right. But in order to do that You want to connect on some level Right If they say If they look at you Sort of sideways and go Says so cool What you did Oh thanks man Right I appreciate yeah. that No it's really good I love this band we're with yeah me too Now you have a conversation going. Right non- Now you can talk Right And then at some point Like just move your CDs around Well and again Remember It's hard for them To come and talk to you Right Especially if there's nobody there yet and and maybe you were really cool. Maybe you really did it. You crushed right. that 25-minute set. No, let's back up. You totally crushed right. that 25-minute set. We know you did. Exactly, because you were prepared. Because you, you were the authentic us. Because you were the authentic you. Because yeah. you'd, you'd, you know, you'd gone to M3artist.com. You, know, <laughs> right. exactly. you, knew, you, knew you knew who you were. You watched all, all yes, the stuff. But, but at that point, now you, you did it. Now you have a fan that you can engage. Right. And then this is someone that will maybe come out to the next show. Well, and again... Uh, if you haven't heard this term before, then then this is a good opportunity to introduce it. Yes. The idea of penetration, uh, at a, in an audience, that if you are it's a family showman, <laughs> it's an industry term. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you are able to get ten percent of the people at a show to to respond further, right? By buying merch. By signing up for an email list, or it, there's a bunch of different ways to do that. Now you can just have them like right, your, you, absolutely. You know what? You can have them like your Facebook page, but that doesn't mean they're going to get all your information. So exactly, if you can get email addresses, it's better. Always get email addresses, right? Because right. then you can you can interact with them directly. Stickers, giveaway free it's stickers, giveaway give stickers. That if you're if you are lucky enough to get ten people. To become fans, out of like a hundred. If there's a hundred people, right, absolutely ten percent. Ten percent. If you're so thousand people, hundred people. Yeah. Right. If you know, if you're lucky enough to play for in front of five thousand people, then you know, right. If you can then get, you know, five hundred people to to interact with you, right. That would be incredible. Yeah. If there's twenty five people, and you can get two or three people to. Come over and come talk over to you and you, sign up your That's emails. a win. That's a total win. That's a win. And it's very easy as an artist to feel, feel like that's a loss. Like you're a dope. I'm, playing this and I'm out here in Ohio and I don't even know anybody. And it's two people and but you know what? That was two more people than we're gonna talk to you if you didn't do the show. Right. So why don't you take advantage of those two people and give them something of value, like some conversation and some eye contact and a and, pleasant time. And a little bit of and a little bit of you. Yeah. Right, just give them a little bit of who you are. And this will hopefully prep you for being able to do VIP packages as you for become the headlining fan. band when you are playing and those thousand people are there to see you. Dude, you don't even have to be a headlining band to have a thousand super fans who will support everything you do. Right. For the next 10 to 15 years. Right, that's true. And you can make a living from having a thousand super fans. It's true. Right. Yeah, and if you're so, about things like you know you're you're uh, selling your merch that way and a mailing list, you want a Patreon page. I was just going to say, go to right. Patreon. You get a thousand people who are going to pay you, you know, fifty bucks for everything that you do. Right. Right. For every, you know, for every album you put out, you're going to get fifty dude, bucks. Dude, how about how about for every piece of art you do, they give you five bucks? Right. If there's a thousand of them, that's five thousand dollars every time you post a song or exactly. Whatever. So exactly. So, and the way to, to gain those superfans is to t- do all of these things that we're talking about yep. at your shows, yep. right? That you need to engage. Yes. Right. Totally. And, and the engagement starts on stage and it doesn't end when you get off stage. Agreed. I, you know, it's funny. I, just, I want to just interject real quickly, particularly with all the Harvey Weinstein-esque stuff that's been happening in the industry and say uh, that remember to keep yourself safe. Right. So, if you are a, uh, a female artist, that's not just females. I was just going to say, like uh, Kevin or, Spacey. I mean, right, right, it, it, right. It, it, who's become Voldemort now? <laughs> 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 who shall not be named. I don't mean to. I don't mean to make light of it. I'm serious. No. Uh, but, but so it's yeah. a good. I, it's, I always feel like if we don't say something about that, about Absolutely. keeping yourself safe, you need to be safe. You need to be safe. So, so you want to engage with fans. In a safe way. And the merch table is usually really cool. But if that fan goes, Hey, you know, just, uh, I just left my checkbook in my van. Can you come out and while I sign and sign a white van van?" (laughs) windows, the answer is no. Oh, sorry. Look at the time. So you you don't want to, you don't want to put yourself in, in, uh, be smart. Don't put yourself in, in harm's way. Don't put yourself in danger. Put your, don't put yourself in a vulnerable. Right. Situation, but right? there are always ways to, and that's part of what you want to discuss with your family and yeah, friends and absolutely. manager and whoever, right? Before you even go out on tour, yeah. Um, but while you're interacting with them, and it is a safe situation, mm-hmm. make it valuable for them. Be present, yeah. right? Don't, yeah. Like Michael said, don't be looking at your phone. You know, don't be. <laughs> yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Giggling at yeah. things they don't understand about, right? Because then they, them, now they feel stupid. For now they feel up. like it's junior high again, right? Exactly. You know? And they're the ones that are being made fun of. Exactly. Now everybody was everybody's junior high experience like mine? Were you like probably not quite, quite as bad, bad <laughs> as yours and mine, but maybe no, maybe I don't know. Maybe, uh, no, maybe not. You know, there's definitely people who had a great experience in junior high and high school, and, and that's good, good for them. Is it? I, well, it totally is. I would, of course, I would, it is. would be nice, is it? You no. Know? <laughs> yeah, I think no. Is. Of course it is. As, as long as they weren't. As long as it wasn't like not. They were No, the, it is. As long, as long as they weren't the bully. Is it? I love junior know. high. I could just beat kids up every day. It was awesome. Steal lunch money. Man, I miss those days. <laughs> 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 we were. definitely on the other. The end of that. That's probably not. You're gonna. Here he comes. That's not all your super fans are not that kind of person. But right. Right. That'll probably just say something about the kind of music that you make. Right. So maybe you do want that. Right. Right. For I don't your, know. If that's the kind of music that you play, that's, that's <laughs> if you attract here, Here's what, the thing: what's is, your fan base? Bullies, right? Pretty much bullies. I'm in an only band, so you yeah, know. Yeah, There you go, right? Yep, right. But you know, they engage with their audience, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you still With your audience, right? Well, we're falling off the rails. So audience <laughs> okay. engagement, audience engagement, is on, it's it it begins before you get on stage. Yes, it start it it intensifies when you're, While on, you're stage. on stage. Yep. And it doesn't end right. when you're off stage. And you are still in that old expression. You're still on stage. Yes. I'm doing air quote fingers. Air quote on fingers. On stage. We need a sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on stage. <laughs> 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 that's, right, that's our air quote sound. I just want a button we could push. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. As you're on stage. What is those guys with the clicks and pops? Are they making fun of somebody? No, that's their air quotes now. Well, They're making fun of click and clack, aren't they? No, we're no. not making fun of click and I clack. I love click and clack. Wish I knew that much about cars. I would have oh, saved myself my. so much money. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. Don't even Don't even Michael, go there. You're going to buy that Mazda? Yeah, man. <laughs> it's so cool. Woo! It's got a sky you make making that's payments on it for, for two years. Can it I doesn't drive run it? Anymore. No, I can't. Oh right, merch table. Sorry, let's come back though. So, it's all right. <laughs> Well, I was merch talking table. about off, when you're oh, right. off stage, you're still right. You're still on stage. You're still on stage. And you said something earlier, when we were talking about doing this podcast, about it doesn't matter what level you are. Doesn't matter if you can. Yeah. As long as it's not a security risk. Right. Go to your merch table, man. Right. We were yeah. just we just uh, had. Um, uh, when we were talking about Matthew Koss, we, when yeah. we had Matthew Cause on the show, he was talking about, they were, just got off tour with Brand New. Mm-hmm. And Matthew went out. And played acoustic guitar, and played acoustic guitar at, at, his at the merch, merch table. table. At Not A Surf's merch table. Right. And they're a huge, exactly. huge band. But exactly. for him, his point was, look, this is a new audience for us. The, lots mm-hmm. of these people have never experienced Not A Surf before. It's an opportunity to interact with um, a new Sort of open right. fan base that yeah. would that would be amenable to to what we're doing, which I was just floored by the idea. Like, yeah. like you're like, right, okay, he's still he's thinking still in terms audience of audience building, audience building. He's still fan building because right? he understands it's about them exactly. That he gets to create his art, we all get to experience his art that's amazing and 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 feel it that way, and he gets the opportunity to do that because he's continually he's still got absolutely. Well, I remember I remember. not that many years ago i god i think it was two years ago three years ago maybe the 1975 was playing at the paradise in in boston right 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 and they were at their merch table i knew somebody went to the show and they met them yeah because they went to their merch table and this is they already had you know some hits yeah yeah no (laughs) exactly and they're at their merch table which is and and good right and good that's how you win man yeah and and it it, it goes against the fantasy of rock star fantasy. The rock star fantasy, yeah. The pop star fantasy, the diva, so, the diva fantasy, where the, like the I've got mm-hmm. my own car and people come and I don't even have to walk on the ground, they just carry me. <laughs> There's like rose petals and people bring me lattes and and right and yeah. Well, and look, that might be that might work for somebody, it could, and and but it isn't going to be the it isn't going to be the majority. No, and what's interesting about it is is wrapped up in that whole fantasy is mm-hmm. this weird thing about where you're like a reclusive jerk. Right. Right? Right. And well, it's more well, because that's more about the fame and not about the music. Right. Right. That well, we're talking about. No, and, and and when you're talking about fame, so like if you that new Lady Gaga movie yeah. Right? Where right. she literally cannot go out on the street. She can't, right. with, without security concerns, go hang out at her merch table. Right? Right. right. But she's not being a jerk, man. No. She's looking around for every opportunity she can right. to still make her fans feel that's a different level. That's that crazy well, but fame that's level. That's the crazy but fame what Taylor level Swift they are... just did. Did you see what Taylor Swift just did? No, I missed it. What? She, over the last six months, has been finding fans and like getting people to reach out to them. And opened up before, when she just released this new Mm -hmm. record, she flew them all to an undisclosed location. Mm. There was like a hundred of them or maybe (laughs) 200 of them. And they all hung out with Taylor and listened to the new album. That's perfect. Right? Well, you remember she used to do the tea parties after her shows. Absolutely. You know, or before the shows. Before the shows. So was, that yeah. was like the VIP experience. Where exactly. You know, you pay a little bit extra and you get this cool right. ticket and you get to meet Taylor. Yeah. And she's super. And again, and again, this is somebody who's already multiple Grammy winning artists at the time even. Yeah. Right. And that the fact that I love the story that you just told about, you know, another level of VIP, you know, getting to. This is somebody who yeah. is, you know, deserving of. Yeah. Of the billion of fans. Well, that's <laughs> that exactly and the thing is at this point, she's she, she's not doing the VIP thing to make extra money. No. Like is this appropriate that bands yeah. do. That's why you give a VIP. Oh, experience, totally. Right? Absolutely. The fan feels good, you make some more money, Absolutely. it's great. Win. No, this was about making the fans feel special. Right. Because she understands and values them yeah. in that amazing way. Right. That's a lesson that you can totally take. Even if you hate Taylor Swift. Even oh, if you're uh, yeah, you're in a punk sure. band and you think she's lame and you don't like whatever, fine. Yep. But you got to understand. You're that's okay. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> but, but, but you got to respect how brilliant she is at what she's doing and how she's caring for the fans. Right. And she's making it about them. Exactly. Which means the whole thing can be about her. Right. Because all the fans... She was like, oh, my fans are awesome. And every fan they interviewed was like, oh my God, I got to fly here from <laughs> Australia to see Taylor Swift. And right. they that was a once in a lifetime experience for yeah. them. Right. And she means it. She does value her fans. Yeah. It's not just lip service. Yeah. It's it's a it's a real thing, which you can smell, man. People can feel authenticity. People can feel when you're being yeah. fake. Yeah. So this is why if you are right. the guy... Who looks at his phone and wears sunglasses and is kind of a jerk? Okay, do that. Do that. That's but who, it, but look, at least do that at the merch table, will you? <laughs> you know be I mean? there at the merch table doing that, so they can see you in your natural habitat being a dick. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, like exactly. And 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 and, and don't and the idea that you're too big to do something. That's why I brought up the 1975. I'm mm. glad you brought up Taylor Swift. You know, this goes for not just you know musical artists too, but you know, if you think about Broadway, you know, right? Those cats come out after the show. And sign autographs and take pictures and take and pictures and, and are you know I mean you know when when I was lucky enough to take my daughter to see Hamilton oh I know man right and Lin Manuel comes out right and signs autographs and took a picture and took a picture with everybody who wanted to take a picture and David Diggs comes out and you know takes a picture and Chris Jackson and the, yeah like that they come out and they. And this is after they've done this, and they do this. Exactly. You know, well, because probably uh, and, and, and Hollywood and, and uh, that sort of, that part of the entertainment wing, I think understands, or they train a little bit better. I I was talking about this. I don't even know if this is true. It seems like they train better. Anecdotally, I think, I, 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 think I agree with you. with you. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know that all musicians see themselves doing autographs and... Meet and greets. I think most musicians see themselves Accurate. doing autographs. The meet and greet part, not so much. Right. Right. And it is a huge, huge... It can be a huge boom to your, to your career. Absolutely. And to boosting your fan base. Yeah. Remembering Absolutely. That, that... Absolutely. That that's a part of your job. Yeah. Right? a super important part of your job. So it's, it isn't just about being that authentic... And making those connections on stage, don't forget to make them off stage. And if you want to say immediately, like, you know, that's, that was really hard for me. I would say, okay, how would you feel about saying, I'm not really good at playing a B minor chord. Right. I'm just not going to play any. Yeah. I, you know, I can hit all those other notes, but I, I just don't like singing E. Yeah. It's, just, it's not a note I like. It's not acceptable. It's not if you think about it in terms of your career and you want a career, you're the one who chose this. Right. It's not really acceptable. You know, it's not comfortable in anything other than sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that's <laughs> your thing. Well, and a right. sweatpant well, kid. What, right? Which is fine maybe uh, for look, some kind of music. If it works, but you, you, I could I could completely imagine a, a very charismatic rapper. Yes. Right? Who right. does nothing but wear like Right. But you don't want I don't want you to call yourself a, that'd be like saying that you are a, a musician who's a fashion icon and all you wear are sweatpants from Costco. Okay. Right. Okay. But I can imagine a band all wearing sweatpants from Costco if they're like a ska band. Right. But they wouldn't be fashion. No. Icons. No, but so uh, you right. could you just they like would, everything. There's always there can be the exception that absolutely. With, but, but you're right. For the most part, it's what right. so it is. So I get it. It sometimes it's not the easy part of the job. No, right. And look, right. There's so, lots of things about this career that you're that you're doing exactly that are going to be difficult. There's things about every career that are difficult. Right. You're not digging ditches. No, the, exactly. The lucky part about right. this career is that you love what you're doing. Exactly. So this is how you do it. And are wildly successful and uh, have right. people screaming your name. Remember, if you want it to be about you, make it about them. Exactly. And remember, you got us. We got your back.